Okay, you guys, I'm super excited today to have a guest on our show. Her name is Katie Newgard, and Katie and I met through work. So I haven't said fully on here, but I partner with body and help women with health and fitness. But this includes um, mindset and um, happiness and what that means, as well as moving for whole body health, not just like exercise and diet, because that's a whole other thing. And the word diet and what that means, it's a, it's a deep dive. But what we do is um, just help women feel their best. And Katie and I met through work on good old Instagram and have become friends through that. And one thing that we really um, vibe well together with is mindset and thinking outside the box. And so I'm excited to have Katie on. Thank you for being here, Katie. Hello. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. Yeah. So first podcast ever. Really? That you've, uh, yeah. that, I mean, not that you've ever listened to or whatever, but that you're being right. on. I guess, yes, being on a podcast or voicing on a podcast. I love it. And Katie, I think you're super inspiring. And um, I have loved watching you create a life that you find purpose and passion in. And um, I want to hear, like, what is something that you do to, um, what, what is it in your day-to-day life, in your job that you do to inspire other women? Um, I guess that would be finding a comfortability in being myself, being able to be the real me authentically, being comfortable with that, because I have found that being around other women who are comfortable being themselves gives me the safety to be myself. So I want to be that for other women and inspire other women to be themselves and be comfortable in that no matter what, what that is, whether that is being tactful or being tactless, more tactless like I am, um, whether it's being loud, being bold, being quiet, being shy, like owning the gifts that God has actually given you and being comfortable in that and helping others being comfortable in that. I, I love that. I, I one time was in a conversation with a friend. She said something like, I just love how you're not afraid to be you autumn. And I said, you know what? Maybe I am a little afraid to be me because I've been told. And again, what this podcast about, I was told for so long, you have to do this and you have to be this way and you have to be that. So I always have that in the back of my head, but I choose to be so me. I hope others feel safe being so them. Yes. That is one of my favorite, favorite quotes. The, the author or the speaker of that quote is unknown, but that, yeah, one of my favorite quotes and what I, what I live by or try to at least and being, like you said, you always have that in the back of your mind. Like you have this, um, like order of life or stages of life that society tells you that you're supposed to go in and if you don't go in that order, or maybe you don't want that, then something is quote unquote wrong with you, but it also feels really good to break that stereotypical like order of life, like waiting. I'm waiting till my thirties to have kids. And that's becoming more and more common. But when I was in my twenties, everybody around me was having babies, but it feels good to not do it just because society tells you like to go back to like circle back to what we kind of wanted to talk about was like thinking outside of the box. It's okay to go against the grain 
to make it fit your happiness and your life and what you want for your life. Yes, I love that. And I, you know what, and one thing I, I shared in my first season that I was going to name this podcast, something else. I had it already. I made all the artwork for it. And then by the time I went to launch, there was a, a podcast named that there wasn't when I started and it was going to be called break the mold. And it was about like living outside of the mold, but you know, I decided strong will go so well with that because it is my strong will that got me to where I am instead of being what I thought I was supposed to be and being miserable doing it. And, um, a lot of times in my life, I was told not to be so strong-willed where I wouldn't be where I am now. I'd be living someone else's reality, you know, someone else's version of what I was supposed to be. And, uh, one thing that I did is I did have kids, my first daughter at 27, looking back, um, I should have waited longer. I, I didn't, I don't want to say should, I'm so thankful she's a gift or whatever, but I feel like my soul wasn't like, we've got to have kids now. It was the rules of, oh, you're getting so old. You're going to be old mom, which no, I wasn't. I'm still, I'm still have a lot of life left to live. Now I could have a kid now and still have a lot of life left to live. Right. Absolutely. Yes. But that doing things the way we think we should. And then because society told us, or because there was some rule somewhere like, why, like what, some of these rules make no sense. Right. Absolutely. And that's not to say that if you were to have kids younger, that that's bad. If that's what you wanted, that's awesome. Go for it. So cool. But that's not what it felt right or what God placed in my life at that time. And I am so thankful for that now. I am so thankful that I know more about who I am before I bring life into this world. I'm comfortable and comfortable in that because before this opportunity, because I think back on that often, like I think, what was Katie like before partnering? What, like, well, I was still pretty happy, happy go lucky Katie. That really didn't change. And the basis of you isn't going to change as you find out who you are, but your confidence in who you are changes. And then you're able to live in that space full heartedly, full, just like more vibrantly instead of being conscientious of, well, I really want to like say that or be happy or I'm scared. And now it's like, it's who I am. It's okay. That's why people, that's why. Yeah. I guess I don't, I lost my train of thought there, but. Oh, and you were saying partnering and we were talking about partnering together with, with body and working together mm-hmm. with you mean by partnering, but I couldn't agree with it more. And I think that, um, as you grow into who you are, again, you said that confidence. And I think there's a misunderstanding what confidence is. I know again, growing up, I heard often that a confident woman was, you know, um, bad news was not, you know, was stuck up was this was that blah, blah. When I don't think confidence means I walk in the room and like, I'm the best one in the room. It's I walk in the room and it's okay. If people don't like me because I'm so me. I know who I am. I walk in the room and I know there's so many women in this room that are so incredible and so beautiful and not just looks, but like with their souls and with what they're doing in the world. And it's so amazing. And I want to learn from them and get to know them and they can make my life richer. And so I want to know them. That is a comp that's confidence. Absolutely. Not, oh, I can't be around them because 
I'm going to break them down in my head, or I'm going to talk about how they're better than me, or I'm better than them. That's the opposite of confidence to me, but confidence is I'm the best person in the room. It's, oh my gosh, there's so many amazing people in here. And I'm so lucky I get to be a part of this. Yeah. And to kind of piggyback off of that is having confidence in yourself, but knowing there's more growth to be had as you walk into that room that you are going to be able to get uncomfortable learning from these other women and grow yourself, become more of who you are supposed to be more confident in who you are already, but still learning things from these other women as part of being confident is knowing that there's going to be uncomfortability in the continuation of growth that you have. Yes. Oh my gosh. And we didn't even plan to talk about this, but I'm loving this conversation. I'm like, yes. And this is what it is. Get in a room with people who think, um, big thoughts, think exciting thoughts, think high vibrational thoughts, think really good things, want to be the best version of themselves, realize that God put them on earth for a reason and a plan and a purpose. And it's bigger than just showing up to, uh, check off boxes and move on. Like yeah. what is your purpose? What is your purpose? What is on your heart? What is it? You know, yeah, um, but exactly. I love that you said like, um, knowing that I have so much space to grow. That's exactly, I don't, I often feel uncomfortable walking into a room of incredible women, but it's that oh, getting yeah. uncomfortable, the getting uncomfortable. Like you said, it's not like, Oh, I can't be here. It's like, okay, I have so much to learn and grow in here. This is, this is amazing that I'm getting this opportunity. Yeah. And that there's a purpose for you being in that room to learn from them. But yet at the same time, you are alive, which means you automatically have purpose. You are living a purpose that you can also give to those women that you are, can learn from, or are maybe not intimidated by, but that you think are farther along than you. You still have something to offer them as well at the stage that you are at. And that's when you walk into the room with the confidence in who you are is that, yes, I'm gonna learn, but maybe I also have a little something else to give to others as well. I, yes. And I feel like that too. Like when you, I want to say like, I've been in situations with uh, like moms who are homeschooling their children and talking about it. Homeschooling is not for me. Like I'm clear about that. Like I'm it's not for me. My kids have an amazing school that I love too. And I know I'm blessed with that, but I would go insane. There was one time I was in a um, Facebook group and the, and it was during the, the pandemic and the shutdown. And I wasn't even, I was a teacher, you guys, but it's a different level when you're with your kids all day, every day. Right. And, um, uh, uh, I remember a mom said, moms, this is what we are made to do. And I'm like, I was not made to do this. Maybe you were, I was not right. But when I am in that space, I am so, um, I want to say mesmerized. That's the wrong word. Like I'm so inspired by these moms that feel so much joy in homeschooling and the things they are doing and the ways they are enriching their kids' lives. So and, cool. the, and I'm like, I'm learning from that all the time. So it's not just like a business level. And it's not just like, I mean, and honestly, you can go to say a mom that's homeschooling the kids is doing very enriching work, work, and I'm not comparing one person's work to another, in extremely enriching work. And um, I think that it's just cool to realize you're learning from people that are around you, no matter what it is, not just in a certain aspect of life, but in all aspects of life. Absolutely. You, there's so many faucets that you can learn from your, I 
I think about, I think about this often, not maybe not often, but I think meeting people in college, kind of like to go off of this, like meeting people in college, you grow with each other, you meet each other when you're changing the most. So it's fun to look back on those different faucets. Like I'm learning, I learned this from you, but if we're looking back 10 years ago, we're completely different people. And now I'm learning this other thing from you as the you that you are now. It was completely different than when we were living together in college. Because there's, yeah, there's so many different faucets, like your work, community, friends in your work, friends outside of your work, even though they could be this exact same person. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. So much out there. That reminds me, I saw this on somewhere on social media. I saw a thing that said, I heard this beautiful quote where this girl was talking about her friend she grew up with. And she said, we were, we were little girls together. And I thought about that. And I thought about some of my girlfriends and I could even get emotional. Like we were little girls together. And then how much we grew and changed into the women we are, but we were just little girls together, but still it's like, we had each other's backs. And I think about other relationships in college or in high school and, and college. And, um, they served a time and a purpose in a space. And we really did learn and grow from each other and it expanded our lives, whether or not where we are now, but again, we could take that and be like, and some people do take that and be like, Oh, she became this and she did this or blah, blah, blah. And, and it's that blame game, you know, or like, Oh my gosh, you know what? Our time and space was amazing. And now she's gone on to do these things and on to do these things. I'm so proud of her. And it doesn't mean your lives have to align, but it doesn't mean that you're not both equally amazing in different ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I would say that's something we've talked about. We talked, Katie and I were just um, in Mexico together on our trip. Yes! trip. We had a, a gifted work trip that we went to together and we spent so much time just, and we talked about this. We're like, in this space, we're going to expand our knowledge and thought and growth and just bounce ideas of, off of each other. And um, I was thinking about, we talked about the book, the originals by Adam Grant yes. came up a lot. And I was like, Katie, you will love this book because Katie thinks outside the box. And she, I love that about her. She is an original. And it, this book is about how originals change the world. Being different changes the world. Being the same, keep status quo. Being different is what changes the world. Which, yeah, like things are, I was walking through this. <laughs> this is really not, not, anything to do with like thinking outside of the box, but like being original, like I love like the vibe of like seventies, like those flowers, those colors, those big, bold things. And as we're walking through Walmart with my sister yesterday, I was like, I really love that all these prints and patterns from the seventies are coming back, but I also hate it because now it's trendy and now I don't want to like it anymore. That's, that's, that's a thought that process comes through my mind. Well, now that it's popular, I don't want to like it anymore. Yeah. But that I, has anything to do. No, it's so funny how, I mean, no, that can happen. And I love it. it it's, I can see that. Like, I, I actually know what you mean. I'm thinking of some other things in the same situation. Like I was a girl too, in high school when everybody loved boy bands, I was loving like Nirvana and, um, oh my gosh, I still Chris Cornell. And even as like a, you know, a woman in my early forties, I talked to women about this. They're like, nah, I don't really listen to it. And I'm like, what? But I also loved that it wasn't mainstream when I was younger. I did, but I just loved it. But I think, cause I had three brothers, I always Absolutely. did grow up thinking outside the box. Um, because I didn't grow up with like 
all sisters or whatever. I know you grew up with all sisters, but still like Absolutely. That, yeah. I was a boy. But, yeah. I still like listening to the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. It's funny how I we get the originals in different ways, but you know what I oh, was yeah. going to say too, it's something, um, that we both like we've talked about and dealt with and whatever is, um, this idea that people are going to criticize you. People are going to criticize the world, the world. Right. And you can, we, I said this, um, and I've heard this from somewhere else. And I said this, I was like, you could choose to complain about the bones and the fish, or you can eat the meat and toss the bones like, right. And one's going to give you an amazing experience and great meal. And the other one's going to ruin your night and you get to choose. Yeah, it is. It's one of those things that as you grow and as you get more uncomfortable, you become more comfortable with how people talk about you. And you come to the conclusion that it's really none of my business and I don't really care. It's you, I hope, I hope that you are doing what makes you happy, but obviously you aren't if you talk about other people in a way that some people do. So my hope is that people do find something that makes them original outside of the box thinkers to bring joy into their life. So you don't have to spend your time downgrading somebody else's joy because that if that is really bringing you joy, then you have a lot of work that you need to be doing on yourself. But from my point of view, if it, you know what, sure. If it brings you joy, go for it. You still need to work on something, but it, your opinion doesn't bother me or I'm getting more to that point. I wouldn't say, I don't think that ever goes away that you can that you don't care what somebody thinks, but there there's growth that can happen where you get closer to that point where you really don't care in situations or you don't place you can value let it, on it. Yeah. You don't put value on it. You can let it roll off your shoulders a little bit quicker. Yeah. And I would say I talked to, I was, I was talking with this with my mom and I don't think she'd mind me sharing it all about, you know, I, I went, um, on TV this week and talked about my DNA test story or whatever. And she said, I saw this quote that I love that said, I have a past, but I don't live there anymore. And I said, honestly, mom, if someone else is living in your life for you, they need to get on living their life. Like they need to get on living their life. Like my life, I've got enough going on. I don't need to spend time worrying about anybody else's life. Right. But I think what keeps people from being an original and what keeps people staying in status quo that makes no sense and doesn't grow and doesn't change anything is the fear that they will be disliked. 100%. And a lot of times when we hear that somebody has said something about you, you spend a lot of time thinking about it when they just said that one thing and now have moved on. So if you're living in that space, then you're starting to write this narrative in your head that maybe doesn't exist. They're not thinking about you anymore. Like it was that one time. Now you also have to let it go living in your presence and not something that happened in the past. Right. And I always think too, if I'm living my life and I'm feeling, you know, I'm living in my truth, my truth, which comes from not worrying about people think, not worrying, whatever, live in your truth, know that you're doing your very best. And something comes along that could suck you out of your truth. Don't let it, don't let it. Like, again, you can, you can be like, oh, that sucks that someone said that. And like, I spent some time this past year really being sad that people I cared about were saying things, but I had to decide I can't go to that space because that space 
pulls me to a spot that I don't need to be. I'm living here mm-hmm. in this, ha- this like more loving, um, happier space. I can't go to that space. Yes. It, like you say, toss the bones. Yes, exactly. And, um, and in that book original too, we talked about this, that there was, uh, and I've shared this actually in the podcast, I think, but there was a, a study done where basically they took, I don't remember if it was like a screenwrite or play or whatever, but they took a critique that was fully positive, like all positive words about what a great play it was, whatever, again, read the book, it's great. And then they just took the exact same one and just took out the positive words and put in negative words. And then they had a bunch of people review the two uh, critiques and decide which one was more um, educated. And uh, the vast majority picked the negative one. Human brain thinks negativity is smarter than positivity. How wild is that? Because we talked about this. We live in the, Katie likes, Katie's thing is the rose color glasses. She said that, like, that is me. My nut tattoo. That's my next next tattoo. Yes. And I love that. And I very much too, like I'm a glass half full full person. It's like, whatever, or figure out how to refill the glass. Like, don't complain about being empty. What's your solution to refill it? You know what I mean? And that's how I live. And, um, but you can get a lot of hate of being like, Oh, you know, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's stupid, da, 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 because you're positive because the human brain does that. And we have to fight that. Yeah, we do. I was just thinking about that. Cause that is definitely a lot. A lot of my life is pegged as, or maybe it's a narrative I write, who knows, but like, um, I am positive, which people then view you as, um, I've gotten like a fluff teacher before, or just not as, I wouldn't say educated. I am educated, but but as like smart as As other people. And then you, yeah, I think like I've actually stopped fighting that and lived in that truth. If that's how you want to view me, go for it. But I can have an educated conversation with you and put you like, not necessarily put somebody to shame. I don't want to do that, but make like, have you be surprised? Have you be surprised at what your opinion of me is different than maybe what they have, I guess. Well, and I, I've shared this and maybe you can relate to this too. And I've shared this in uh, last season. I had a, I had a, I had a, a boss one time when I was still working for other people who, uh, basically said something to me about, this teacher that they thought was really amazing. And I would learn from them or whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, I went to college with him. I've known him forever. And he's like, you're friends with so-and-so. And I was like, yeah, I've known him since college. And um, the same teacher or the same, I'm sorry, same bots said something about the talented and gifted program at the school or whatever. And I, and which I don't know is called in different states, different things, but I said something like, oh yeah, when I was a, a tag kid, talented and gifted kid. And we did this thing where I made the soap. I didn't even realize I was doing it for that. And he's like, you were a tag kid. And I was like, yeah. And another time presented something to me in a meeting and said, um, you, you should try this in your classroom. And I was like, I've been doing this classroom my year for years. In fact, I presented it to the district years ago. And, um, I'm the reason that P classrooms have X, Y, Z. And he's like, you did. And I just realized he thought I wasn't smart because he was very, very critical. And I was very, very positive in every meeting. He would bring up things that were wrong. And I'd just be like, all right, sounds good. We'll, we'll take care of it. And didn't really spend time being negative. And mm-hmm. I realized before I found out this stuff that he just thought I wasn't very intelligent because I wasn't spending time in the negative. 
And that's something that you have to realize too, when you choose positivity and people are doing that. Okay. They're allowed to do that. They're in the space where they feel comfortable. Sometimes negativity feels very comfortable, but, um, be the light and show people positivity can be really freaking great. Absolutely. 100%. Positivity is great. It makes life, makes life better. It just, yeah. Well, and I think too, um, you know, you've seen success in partnering with body while you're still teaching and you've been able to do a lot of amazing things because you never, when it got hard, you know, and in other aspects of life, sure. I'm sure you can share so many things never thought, oh, this doesn't work. This sucks. You're like, oh my gosh, where can I grow and learn more? What is working? What is great? I'm in that hard space right now, as a matter of fact, but that just continues. Um, while we were in Mexico, I was talking with another partner who was pushing really hard at the end of the year, just like I was for a much larger scale goal than I was, but we're still in the same space after pushing for a huge goal. And that's something that is in all aspects of life. Like you're going to have these ups and downs. And when you're in a down, it doesn't mean that it's not working. That just means that there's going to be an up soon and that's okay. Live in that space and learn in that space of the down and not necessarily like pulling it back to the positive negative, not looking at, not looking at it as a negative thing, but it's a part of your journey, but everybody's journey. Like it's not just me. It's everybody has these ups and downs and being down doesn't mean negative doesn't mean that you also, you don't have to live in a negative space. It's just, I don't, I don't know exactly like, like the, like the phrase that I'm trying to get at here, but you don't, it's just a blip of life and you don't have to live. I feel like I'm repeating myself now, like live in that negative space and be negative about it. You can still be positive about being in a lull or a hard time. What, what is this doing for me? Not why is this happening to me? What is this doing for me? Right. What is this doing for me? Where's, and if you look at it, like the promise of, um, all that your, your purpose and all that can be offered to you, what do I need to learn and grow and and skills to receive the next amazing gift that's coming my way? Yeah. And you don't have to find a new purpose when you're in your heart of something like that is, I I feel like that's something super trendy right now. It's like, we're putting a trendy term on finding your purpose. You're alive. You have a purpose. You don't have to find a purpose. You're not going to miss your purpose. You are alive. You are living. I think we take out purpose and passion. Like we use purpose when we really mean passion. Like in with when you're in a hard, you still have purpose and you can still work on the same things that you have been working on, you just have to refine a passion for it, not a purpose for it. You're yeah. alive. Your, your life has purpose. You have to yes. find a passion for it. Katie, we're Katie and I are on zoom. We're <laughs> looking at each other and I'm like cheering my arms up yes. there. I'm like, yes. yeah, let's go. I thought that the same thing this morning, I woke up and I'm like, wake up with a purpose every day. What is your purpose? And it's not yeah. your passion all the time. Your purpose. Yeah. Like, yeah. and like your if life my, has purpose, yeah. you have to find a passion. You don't have to go out and find your purpose. You have to go out 
You have to go out and find a passion for something because you woke up. Yeah, you have, you have a purpose. And passion is fleeting, but purpose yes. isn't. Yeah, exactly. I, it's like that motivation. I'm not motivated. No, like show me the person who's been motivated their whole life because I, I must right be one. Right one. Right. But you have to have, you just show up for your purpose. And again, I was, again, I'm bringing up all these books, but this is another thing. Like what you surround yourself with will be what you become. What I saw something that said, um, if you show me, if you're around five smokers, you'll be the sixth. If you're around, uh, five, uh, marathon runners, you'll be the sixth. You, whatever you are around and you fill your head with is going to be what takes you over. And so that is why I fill my head with positivity and do like, and when I ask people what like personal development, what are you reading? And they're like, Oh, I haven't, or I'm doing this willy nilly thing here and there, or they're reading the same book for a year. Like you got to fill your head and heart with with purpose, with purpose, right? And, and passion, because when you don't always yeah. have it, borrow from other people. But um, when the book that, you know, um, because of the new program we have coming out, the Chop Wood Carry Water, I've been listening to that book. And it was so much about that. Um, what is your pur- your purpose? Not your Not your passion, not comparing yourself to someone else, not looking at someone else's purpose and passion and be like, oh, I'm not there yet. Like, what are you doing for yours, your journey? And um. It, that was something I listened to today. And then you start talking about it. And again, it's that reminder, surround yourself with people who lift you up and keep you on the right path. Not the negativity that so many people can be like, oh, this is better. This is smarter. Oh yeah. It's actually not. It's going to tear you down. Yes. I have nothing to add on to that because that was, per- yeah, spot on. I know we kind of go with it and we're, at, we're actually kind of running out of time because we do want to keep these short, but um, I just want to say, Katie, I'm so grateful. And again, I want to say this again, you guys, um, if you, Katie, what, so your Instagram, it's still your maiden name, right? It's still my maiden name, Katie.Dreesinga. I so still spell I've, that for people. I mean, I yes. haven't, but I'll let you. Yeah. Um, D-R-I-E-S-E-N-G-A. It's a yes. doozy. <laughs> but uh, Kate, Katie is one that like, you can always find positivity, passion, purpose on her page. And I love that. And I love that you don't shy away from the hard. Like I known you when you were in the hardest season and you didn't quit, you didn't give up, you took care of you, which is so important. Yeah. And, um, and that's why you're here where you are now, because you, 100%. um, you feel you, you looked around, what do I need? Where can I grow? And, um, I think that that's a good reminder. You guys, there's, when we're in a hard season, our brain wants, um, to help us quit because it wants to protect us. Oh, this is too hard. Just quit. Right. But Mm -hmm. you need to follow what's in your heart and soul and, um, and find things to surround yourself with, to help you grow and think outside the box instead of getting in that negative space. And Katie is so good about that. Thinking outside the box, staying positive, looking through the road, but let's talk about this. The rose colored glasses. We're not toxic positivity, like, oh, who cares? Whatever. Like it's about, you know, and, and again, I want it's like Katie went through some stuff with some family stuff and had to really take care of it. And not at one point was I like, oh, it's fine. Just ignore it. I was like, take care of you and come back when mm-hmm. you can. And, uh, um, right. it's thinking about like, for me, putting rose colored glasses on means that I'm going to find a reason or maybe not find a reason because sometimes you don't necessarily know the reason you're going through something, but finding a way 
to enjoy the stage of life that you are in finding a like a sil- maybe a silver lining i don't know but when you put your rose colored glasses on you're able to see your tough situation in a way in a light that is um oh my goodness is like lifting rather than downgrading kind of a thing that's not really the words that i'm searching for in my brain but that is what we have well, and you're but looking out and seeing through the light and through the pink and not through the dark and the dreary. You're choosing, yes. you know, you're choosing to eat the meat and throw away the bones. So many different ways yeah. to say it, but yeah, it's not that I'm not ignoring what I'm going through or not taking care of the things that I needed to take care of, but it is it, like trying to enjoy it, like, because that's what you're going through. So you can be gloom and boom or what? Oh my goodness. Gloom and, gloom, and, gloom and doom and about gloom, it. Why or you not? Can be, However. Yeah. Or you can be not necessarily happy about it, but find something to enjoy. The time is going to pass either way. The situation is still going to happen yeah. either way. And you get to choose what you make of it. Definitely. Of yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on. Is there anything else well, you wanted to you add? Or say? This yes. was fun. It was fun. It was so good. It went so fast. We were kind of like, let's just talk about X, Y, Z. Here's what I really, and I told Katie, here's what I want to have you on. You do think outside the box. This is what I really want to focus on. And um, it's created opportunities and excitement in your life. And um, it's something that I want to encourage more women to be proud of instead of being afraid of it because they're afraid of judgment. Because Mm -hmm. let's find the space where we're all cheering each other on. For doing yeah, this. it's going to happen. The judgment's going to happen whether you are living in the space that you are living in now or in a different space that you want to live in. It's going to happen either way. Yeah. And where do you want to be with the people who judge and negative or exactly. with the people who are raising up their life and other people raising up and lifting up yes. other people because of it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on. And um, thank you. Talk to you soon. You guys go, yes. you can go follow Katie again, Katie. Dot D-R-I-E-S-E-N-G-A on Instagram. Okay. Bye. Bye.